Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. It is Ned and John. John, what is up? Plenty, man. I'm pretty excited and a little bit nervous about this week's episode. We've got the big man on himself. We've been trying to chase up since the show's inception, but it's finally come around. It has the one, the only T-P-Z for Sheezy, Tim Pickett. How are we, boys? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good good. now that you're here in the presence of a legend, Eddie, and it's very nerve-wracking. Happy to be here. It is. I was just saying I'm a little bit nervous about this one, so we're going to get this out of the way real quick, Tim. I was just saying as you walked in, man, the lawn is looking fantastic. We had this written down and good to go. And when I mentioned to John, he said, yeah, it's his pride and joy. It is, definitely, yeah. I, I'm a big golfer, and I guess the back lawn's better than the front lawn in the minute, so it's my new practice fairway out there. <laughs> That's what it's like. You need to check it out, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically well, we, every day. We went past to check out your Christmas lights, and couldn't see the lawn at night time, but we might have to go past during the day and The and lights were the impressive, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't work. Yeah. But. <laughs> You've got the lights out there as well, Timmy. Definitely not, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> every year the kids are like, do it. Still haven't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, mate. But we've got to ask you, we uh, did ring you, was it last week or the week before? And you were caught up at parenting class, of course. How's yeah. that all been going? Yeah, that's all finished now. So, yeah, little Bubs is due in the next fortnight. So, exciting, nervous, yeah. don't know exciting what to times. expect. But, yeah, it's, yeah, looking forward to it. That's It'd be awesome. even cooler if it happens right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I actually just got a message, so I might better, better check that yeah. in case it's from <laughs> the missus. That's right, you can finish this. It's not that important. But how do you feel? Ned Pickett. I think that's got a ring to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah we that could be on the board. I don't know, yeah? yeah. <laughs> I'm not sh- too sure Mrs. Pickett would have a lot to say about that there, John. But, yeah, congratulations on it, man. I have been there, done that. It is, yeah, horrifying, those parenting classes, man. I just looked away. <laughs> yeah, some of it was a bit eye-opening, but has to be done. Yeah. Do you still look away? Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, don't go to me for parenting class. <laughs> you are, of course, a very humble dude, Tim. We want to talk a little bit to you about you playing with Sean Bruce. We want to talk to you about playing with Mitch Creek, the Horsham Hornets in general. You yourself, I feel, Fitz and I often talk about this, could have been right up there with them as well. You decided not to take that path sort of thing. Let us know a little bit about your basketball journey, dude. I guess my journey was the same as everyone else. Just started off here in Horsham with under 10s, under 12s, started playing squad, went through all the state program up to top age 18s and then bottom age 20s made stateside and then I guess the old football curse kicked in and yeah. <laughs> um, I got a little bit stagnant with basketball there for a year and went and played footy for two years and found my way back and yeah, I just kept on rolling with the Hornets. Definitely, man. And you got the banner hanging up there in the stadium now looking the goods. What are you? 400 games, is it? 320, I think. So, it's yeah. 400 on the cards. Definitely not fits. We spoke about this the other week. <laughs> He's in prime shape, as you can see here, yeah. Johnny. I miss him at the gym every morning when I'm oh, there. Yeah. I'm sure we cross <laughs> Yeah, paths. I'm there later on, obviously. So, yeah, we never cross paths at the gym. But uh, So this season in particular, Tim, uh, the Hornets have been playing some really good basketball. You've been enjoying back doing the coaching again? Uh, yeah, I, I love coaching. And um, especially with some of the young kids, you'd know from coaching them like coming through their system now and showing a lot of development which is great to see yeah, yeah it's fantastic and there's some very good players coming through all the way from the under 12 boys you should see some of them play there's a kid in there that shot 50 points I think in a domestic game the other day we've got, got our eyes on him now yeah. and it's just development all the way through and uh, yeah it's a healthy science it's what basketball's sure. about isn't it it's about the kids coming through and looking up to us older guys and sort of hoping one day they can be us because I yep. know when I was in under 12s I 
looked at the Hornets back then and hoped that was me one day and 300 games 17 years later I'm still going yeah <laughs> can't get away from it but speaking of looking up to players I mean we've now got Mitch Creek and Sean Bruce doing their thing in the NBL I mean Creek's up there in terms of MVP candidates Sean wouldn't be far off the most improved I mean you know tell us a bit about when you were playing with them obviously they've come through the Horsham program and obviously still stay in touch it's, it's a nice connection we've got here isn't it oh for sure yeah well I didn't really play too much with Mitch because he was always away at higher levels at AIS and stuff like that but the games I did get to play you just knew from the first time he walked in the stadium in a Hornets training that how good he was going to be and how good he could be and it was just up to his work ethic of how much he wanted to do it and obviously by what he's been doing he really really wanted to do it and it's yeah kudos to him that like you wouldn't have thought a young guy from Horsham would make the NBA like honestly it's yeah it's crazy sends tingles down my spine to even say that so for Shawnee I played a few years with him in Hornets and he was always destined for bigger things and he's done that and as you said six man almost improved like he could get both of those awards this Mm. year and that's great great for Horsham as well yeah, he's having a killer season now with the Kings. And it's like you said, you throw back to those 2008, 9, sort of 10 years. It's crazy to think about the sides we had back then when you had Sean Bruce in. You had yourself, of course. You had, well, not too much of Mitch, but the, the sides and the, the talent coming out of Horsham is actually, it's, it's really crazy. Mm. That were the good days, weren't they? Back in the late 2000s, I thought. Just, yeah, when we were... Beating Melbourne Uni at home yeah. and rocking the big V. Memories. It was great, yeah. Yeah, that was still look back on those. Yeah, definitely yeah. do, man. They were awesome there. One of my favourite games ever was from, I think it was against the Melbourne Uni game two where you guys come back. It was a grand final series, got a massive win there. Awesome. Yep. Great memories. Good times, good yeah. times. All right, well, what's your status? I guess you may not have heard, but we have been paying you out a little bit, Tim, so it may be a, a possible reason we're a little bit hesitant here, but you have finally jumped on board on the NBL fantasy side of things. What made you finally decide to do it, man? Pressure. You too. <laughs> yeah, we have that effect on a lot of people. I do like listen that. to this podcast every week, and yes. I've just been like, oh, I'll do it this week, and then I listen to last week, so I'm like, I've got to do this. <laughs> no, when you finally sent that message, I think it warmed both of our hearts. You've finally done it. It's just peer pressure on the way. We're pretty good at that. But yeah. I think now that you finally picked a team, you went down to uh, a team that I can't even say the name of. We've got a few <laughs> random people in the, in the league that we I love. I noticed that, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's off to a good start. Obviously, uh, I'm sitting around the top. I'll just leave that one there. And, uh, Ned, mm. you're not too far off as well. But it seems to be a pretty competitive league with some uh, people that we don't know in there that are obviously playing off of that jackpot of getting to meet the two of us over a beer. And that's about all we've got for the prize pack, isn't it? At the moment, Tim's in here going, I don't need that prize. <laughs> so there is a prize pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, meet and I greet mean, with Ned and I. It's, I better uh, take a more serious now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're a little way to catch up, but I mean, there's a few guys that are two and seven, so you're not far off them, including Anna's team, and Brody's only three and six, so not far off the mark. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a definite prize pack, man. You've Pl- got to get in it. Plenty of time. Just plenty of time. Plenty of yeah. time. Yeah. So how big are you on the NBL side of things, or do you concentrate on the NBA more so? No, nah, I'm big on NBL now. I um, Probably three years ago, NBL wasn't even on my radar to even watch, and now I'd rather watch NBL over NBA any day. So yeah, it's I'm, crazy. I'm massive. Myself doing the same yeah. thing, and yep. I was disappointed because we were just saying before you got here, John Robinson just absolutely lit it up for the Phoenix. I was watching the Pistons replay because they beat the Rockets, <laughs> and I missed that 21 points in six minutes. Yeah, it's it crazy. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, and we yeah. often talk about the state of the league at the moment, don't we? Like, how good is it that we've got a league that all these potential NBA stars are coming to play in before they get drafted? And it's just, it's just going to go up and up from here. And apparently, there was a rumor on Twitter you might have seen it that Tasmania's been approved for a, for an NBA license. To I, did down see, there. I did see. So, that today so yeah it's just expanding which is great 
yeah, yeah it's, it's great fantastic. for Australia. Yeah, talking about going back to the glory days earlier, it's very much the same deal there with the NBL. But did you check out last week's or this last round, TPZ? I did, yeah. I watched a fair bit of it, actually. So I had a bit of time over the weekend to have a look, and yeah, it was good. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, here we go. We yeah. are going to jump into this. Before we get into more, we'll do part two of the Tim Pickett interview-type deal up after the preview, right, John? Yes, yeah? we will. Yes. We're on this. All right, Cairns, Taipans, and the Perth Wildcats Thursday night. Wildcats ended up getting this one done 88 to 84. Tim, thoughts on that one? That was actually a little bit of a surprise to me. Like, Kansas had the wood over them all year, and it was a close game again, but. Perth's Perth, and you can never write them off, can you? Nah, we often yeah. say that, don't we? We're right on the Cairns Taipans bandwagon as of the last episode, I'm pretty sure. Ned, <laughs> the wheels are starting to fall off already, but... They uh, left down like, big time. Uh, the, yeah. Ned curse yeah. there, man. We're all over Scott Machado for MVP. I'm sticking with that. He had 13 points and 12 assists, yeah. and uh, Cam Oliver's getting it getting it done as well. But a little, I was a bit surprised as well. I thought Cairns, yeah. that'd be a game that would have set their sights on, possibly to set up the rest of their season from that point on. But Perth's Perth, yeah. as Tim said. I mean, you can't stop them when they're up in a... Up and firing. Yeah, and the next game there, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, Adelaide 36ers. This was an absolute awesome game. You watch it, man? I actually didn't catch this. I was out for a Christmas party, I reckon. Oh, so I was, I was shattered, yeah. 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 Sad yeah, no. cases like me at home on a Friday <laughs> night watching TV. And the Phoenix, they come so close to winning this. Our guy, Mitch Creek, had the ball in his hands. Final possession. Blew the layup, unfortunately, which could have sent it into overtime, but a, a real damn good one there. And Johnny, you called it. Adelaide 36ers oh, yeah. getting it done at that's, home. That's the hard team to pick this year and they just scrap out the wins Adelaide especially at home and your boy Eric Griffin off the bench man 20 points 10 rebounds and Randall just leads the way he had 26 points 8 assists just getting it done but what a good game Friday night I was on my way back from the President's Cup so I didn't check it out either but you know going by that scoreboard and we knew Adelaide to get it done it's just a feeling that we have here for the 36ers yeah it's good to see them sort of bouncing back there and you checking out Tiger and not the ball man yeah I know right he was checking me out you mean (laughs) yeah right (laughs) Sydney Kings and Melbourne United team We've been calling this as the grand final preview. Our dude, Sean Bruce, taking on the might of Melbourne United. What are your thoughts on this? United got blown out on their home court too. Yeah, Yeah. they did, yeah. There we go. This one didn't surprise me one bit, to be honest. I might be in the lesser here, but I think Melbourne United a bit overrated. Not totally overrated, but I think Sydney are by far the best side in the league and didn't surprise me one bit to get blown out. Yeah, I think you called Melbourne on that one, and I believe this guy went Sydney. Oh, well, we've got to go different sometimes. Yeah. I had a shocking <laughs> round. What are we going to bring that up? I had a terrible round on the predictions, but Prather got injured again for United. There's another hole they got to fill. I think they're Keep starting down. to look at a yeah. looking at another import now. But I mean, the Kings had a couple of bad losses last round, so to come out and sort of flex their muscles against United, I mean, yeah, they had I to do it. And it. I, I probably agree with you there, Tim. They are a little bit overrated there, and well, they're very star packed, aren't they? But they just don't be, seem to be gelling and injury problems and whatnot. But the and Kings, I think, I think you see the best of Casper when he plays Melbourne. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you see. Casper against the Illawarra or something, it's nothing compared to against the Melbourne. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, now they've got Zav- Xavier Cooks in the mix yeah. now. I mean, who's going to stop them? Yeah. Let's be honest. They need TP on that yeah. uh, stacked <laughs> Melbourne United team. I know you're a big United fan. They wouldn't be able to afford him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Wildcats and the Brisbane Bullets. This one, a little bit on the stagnant side. 86 Perth, 78 Brisbane. Did either of you guys, I guess you, did you watch it, Tim? No, I reckon I was playing this Saturday. Yeah, that was yeah, Saturday. I, yeah. I would have been playing. So. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. No, I just saw the results. 
result and that again didn't surprise me yeah, yeah, yeah there you go it ended up being eight points there in the end in front of that red army and how did the hornets go man i didn't see it this week yeah we got up against mount gambia which was a great win oh, so nice. they're like our cbl rivals so to get a win against them before christmas was great yeah that is bag. awesome right there we'll chat a little bit more horsham hornets up after this adelaide 36ers and the new zealand breakers on the sunday the sixers had a win i didn't see this one they got it done by three points in the end there. Did you predict that, John? Uh, I'm going to say that I did just because I like to pick Adelaide in those sort of road games and that's a tough one to go as well but Ned and I often talk about that fourth spot and I think Adelaide's starting to make a push for that now. They're in fourth and I think if they can win a couple on the road and a couple at home uh, over the next few weeks, I reckon it might be theirs to lose. They yeah. are exciting to watch. Yeah, they are. They're just yep. like a old school basketball team that just push the ball and run and get out and get some shots up which is really good to watch. Who would you think's coming in that fourth position there? I've Still got Southeast in there. The yeah, Phoenix, you reckon they'll come good? Yeah. It'd be great to see, wouldn't it? They talk yeah. about a statement yeah. for the first oh, time in the league. Yeah. yeah, since last week we were all on cans and now I think we're going to switch to Adelaide. So the bandwagon's <laughs> gone off the road and we jumped on the next one. So. It'd be good to see the Phoenix as well, but I, I still want to see cans, man, because so many people just wrote them off yep, and they're yeah. sort of proving yeah. their naysayers wrong up until we put the <laughs> Tepper Fitzgerald curse on them. We do that a lot, actually. So. <laughs> you want to talk about Tim Pickett-type play, John Robison. 21 points in six minutes to get the win on Sunday 112 to 105 he absolutely lit it up jeez man maybe we had the opposite effect on him because he came out eight three pointers he shot in that game and it was just unbelievable did what you, a result did you catch it I didn't I only caught the highlights of that one because I heard all about it and I'm he like, had um, 21 points in six minutes or something yeah from the last into overtime it was crazy yeah, it was, it was one of the best shooting performances I've seen in NBL, which was yeah, it was great. Yeah, it definitely was. And then Melbourne United and the Illawarra Hawks. This one, well, seventy three ninety four in the end, but you know, there's they, not much to say, is there? Yeah, really? It's just done. Illawarra. So. Poor Illawarra, they're done. They are, yeah. they are yeah. done. And their yeah. two imports look average at best to me. Yeah, from last night's game. Yeah, I yeah. saw a tweet last night from someone. They said that. If you're getting imports this time of the year, they're not going to be very good because they haven't got another job. It sums it up. So. That's probably a very fair point, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yep. Poor old Illawarra. It was a, they hung in there for a while, but yeah, one of those, I think they both went like one from about 15, very Tepper-like numbers there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look at the, on the flip side of that, I mean, a good win, Melbourne United to win on the road by 20 points. I mean, after that close game against Sydney, good way to bounce back and get a win. They definitely did bounce back, but it took them to like the, was it midway through yeah. the fourth quarter before yeah. they really blew it out? Yeah, it was. Pretty ordinary game to watch, but they got the win, confidence building win, I guess, and onwards and upwards, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, let's jump into the round 12 preview Friday night. We kick things off. It's the New Zealand Breakers taking on the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Tim, what do you think, man? Who's going to get this one? Oh, I got the Phoenix on that one. Yeah, I'd say Webster will be still out, won't he? Maybe. He will be. I would think so, yeah. yeah. So yep. Yeah, but RJ Hampton, he's... Six weeks or something, Yeah, I think. He's, he's out for yeah, a while. Yeah. Just trying to think. But look, I mean, Breakers, you'd almost say it's a write-off this season for them at this point. They've had the Glenn Rice incident yeah. come and go. They've had all this stuff, injuries that have happened. Now that South East Melbourne Phoenix are getting that competition for that fourth spot, I think they're just going to get it done. I can't yeah. really see them losing to the Breakers at this point. Yeah. No, nah, not to the Breakers, especially missing those players like you pointed out there and coming off the back of that win. That's confidence right there. Mm. You're going to have to be taking some sort of momentum into it. Second game of the doubleheader there is the Adelaide 36ers and the Illawarra Hawks. You would expect the Sixers to get this one and at home as well. In yep. a grants? Yep. yep. 
Could be a very ugly game for Illawarra fans if there's any left out there. I think uh, <laughs> might be a bit one-sided. Yeah. Hey, just real quick on the Illawarra side of things. Johnny thinks that he's going to take off. What are your thoughts on that, Tim? Well, I originally thought he'd take off, but I saw a tweet the other day or an Instagram post or something. He said that about his mum, he goes, I'll see you in four months. Okay. Well, so, um, Unless like his mum's going on a cruise or maybe, something. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> going away, but that was my big call, wasn't yeah. it? That he'd crack him and just leave at some yeah. point. I feel like, you know, he had those two triple doubles back to back there before he got injured. I feel like he's probably shown enough now. Like if he doesn't want to play at the season, I don't think he'd have yeah. to. And he would have signed up on guaranteed money and all that. So oh, I'd be surprised if we see him again, but you know. Yep. It could happen still. I hope he goes back out and plays a little bit. I'd like to get down there if he heads to Melbourne and see him play before he hits the NBA, but we'll have to wait and see. Alrighty, we have the Brisbane Bullets taking on the Sydney Kings. Brisbane have been pretty inconsistent this year. What are we thinking here? got to be Kings, I think. It's the story of Brisbane season, isn't it? A few ups and downs. We're on the bandwagon for one episode and then we're back off again. <laughs> They've they lost the last five games, so I mean, it's going to be a big uh, big struggle for them at home against the Kings, so the yeah. Kings should get it done. I've got the Kings. They, they're the games they can't lose now, so definitely Kings for me. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Now that Perth's putting some pressure on them for top spot, I think they're the games they're just going to have to get done. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree with you there. And this one, possibly match of the round. Tim Pickett's Melbourne United take on the Perth Wild. Yes. Perth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Keep moving. Well, it's at RAC Arena as well. So you yeah. would expect Perth to get this one. Melbourne didn't look great against Illawarra like we were talking about there. And on the road, I would think the Perth Wildcats will be looking the goods there. But we'll have to wait and see if United can do some good things. I find myself, Tim, not really going for teams but players now that I'm a sad case on fantasy. And I do have Sean Long in my fantasy team and I hope he plays well. So yeah. we're going to have to see what happens there. But yeah, we're all Perth. Yep, all Perth. Yep. Nice. And here we go. Illawarra and New Zealand. Pretty evenly matched at the moment here, according to Sportsbet. 199 the Hawks and 182 the Breakers. And it's in Illawarra. There's not much to say about that game, is there? I think they could probably cancel it. No, no one would notice. But, um, cancel the telecast and yeah. just put something else on. I don't know. Put, put, put a re- good movie on yeah, or something. Yeah, see, put yeah. Mrs. Brown's boys on or something. <laughs> but, Speak uh, for yourself, boys. I'll be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, I'll get them over. if you have to pick a winner, I'd probably go New Zealand yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Get a win on the road there. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I think they will too. And then the Cairns Taipans take on the Adelaide 36ers. This one should be a fun one, actually. It's in Cairns. Taipans or the Sixers? This could be the game of the round. Just saying. I reckon this is going to be a very low-scoring game, and I'm expecting Cairns to come back and, and bounce back from the last few weeks. Even though Adelaide's in form, I'm still holding on to the Cairns bandwagon, Eddie. I'm hanging on to the back of the bus. <laughs> I reckon this will make or break them for that fourth spot. Yeah, I'm with you. Game of the round there. Cairns for me as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with you on that one there. Yeah. But hey, Jerome Randall, if he keeps playing the way he does too, and it's going to be great to be watch that uh, Randall-Machado battle there yeah. too. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. exactly right. And, and Daniel Johnson played a couple of good games last round as well, so he's up and about. I mean, the Adelaide, and we often talk about this, don't we? They're a hard team to pick. They're probably the hardest team to pick in the NBL at the moment, but this is almost the, the game for fourth spot, at least for the time being. So I'm going to stick with Cairns, yeah. but it should be a ripper. It depends if Kawat Noy is it? Yeah. He yeah, hurt himself yesterday, him. so... Yeah, he's an absolute beast, that guy. Yeah. I've got to so. get him out of my fantasy team, though, because the injury, yeah. you know how long he's yeah. out for? He's done the ankle, and yeah. I think he would have had scans by now, so yeah, we'll be able sure. to find out before yeah. lockout. Got a couple of days, and while Tim was saying it before, this is his pick for fourth spot, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Battle of the Horsham boys once again taking on the Sydney Kings in Sydney. Phoenix haven't been on the road much here, pick. Do you think that's going to affect them much going into the back end of the season? Um, it will a little bit, but I don't think... I think the teams are professional enough to go on the road and play wherever they have to play, but 
This game, I've yeah, Sydney. I think Sydney pretty easy. I would have thought up there, yeah. especially. Yep, it's just hard to see anyone beating the Kings at yeah. this point, unless it's Perth in Perth. Well, yeah, there you go. That didn't Sydney get the win against them a couple of weeks ago? I in believe Perth? they did actually. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm really liking the Sydney Kings, and that is it for the this round's wrap up. Tim, while we're talking NBL, who are you thinking this season? Halfway through now, who do you think it's going to be? Grand final series and a grand final prediction. I'll go Melbourne United and the Kings. Instantly goes for his United boys. Yeah. What are the what's the game? Is it best of five? Best of three? Five. Uh, five, yeah. Best best of five. Now, I'll yeah. go Sydney and three. Yeah, clean sweep there. Clean sweep, yeah. 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 I'm not sure about that. I, I definitely think that's gonna be it and Perth is the team to look out there, but yeah. you know, we'll have to wait and see. Johnny, do you wanna jump in there again? Are you still stick we've said that from date dot. We have actually, yeah. I'm I'm still concerned about where Perth fits into that mix because they're starting to look really good now. And they got like Nick Kay's almost MVP at this yeah. point. Trico White's doing his thing. Uh like it's just it's such a hard team to predict at home and then away. So I mean, especially if they think get that second spot, they mm. get home finals. Yeah, that'll be tough to beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that will be very tough to beat. That's yeah. the factor that adds in with Perth. But uh, I'm going to stick with our prediction. I think Kings United. That's the one yeah. we want to see anyway. Yeah, it and, is. Uh, yeah. And again, we've say we say it every week who's going to beat the Kings. I don't think anyone will no. at this point. No. Not in a best of five series, and no. it'd be great to see a ring on that Sean Bruce finger there. That'd sure, be um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, love. Yep, yeah, the Grey Wolf zone. You should say there. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not sure if he. <laughs> Claims us, but <laughs> I'm sure he does. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. That makes me feel better. All right, buddy. Well, we'll jump back into talking about your life with the Horsham Hornets. But thank you so much for doing that, man. Really appreciate nah, it. No problem. No problem at all. Hell yeah. It's good to have an expert on rather than us just... Yeah, uh, just rambling on and rambling just quickly on. Googling things. But yeah. Tim, just going back, as Ned said, to the Hornets years, tell us your fondest memory of life as a Hornet because that's been probably, what, three quarters of your life to yeah, this point? 17 years, so close to Long three time. quarters. Yeah. 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 Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. Make me feel no young. Worries, <laughs> you can't go past championships like the first ones I won compared to the last ones they've got a different feel but they all mean the same but to play like in the early 2000s when they won the four on the trot and I was a part of all those four it was like maybe 10 minutes here and there at best but the last few of one being like one of the main players just yeah and winning the championship for the town it's just it's yep. a great feeling yeah I can imagine so and well I guess we just got to sit back and, and watch it but yeah it is great for a community like this to, to get behind it so none stand out at all I'd actually go with 2008 the big V1 I think we played McKinnon you mm. guys would have been yeah, around there, there I reckon yep. yeah that was sort of the first one since the early ones and it's been a bit of a what's that five year drought since we won one it's not really a drought but and then to win it with like Cam and Shawnee and the guys I've gone through the under 10s under 12s all the way up through there to win that with was mm. pretty special yeah it means something and to have yeah. some good support stuff exactly. too on stats <laughs> yeah. and the microphone yeah. amazing. I, I can still remember those years because that was the first time that we started doing it together I'm pretty sure 08 I'm pretty sure um, it was 09 for me I, yeah, I watched that been. one from the stands yeah, yeah but I can remember the vibe around the place at that time like it was big V was it Div 2 or Div 3 do you remember uh, I reckon that was Div 3, three was yeah yeah it was so 2 yeah. and went into yeah. Div 2 yeah that's right what a great time for for yeah. basketball in Horsham oh, and sure, um, yeah. Yeah, you look back on those memories pretty fondly Do you sort of uh, wish that we were still a part of that competition rather than the CBL? 100% yeah. yeah it's just a lot of politics in the background as you can imagine with mm -hmm. a small country town but it is what it is and CBL I think since we first entered to now has got stronger and stronger every year which is good so 
yeah, we're happy playing here and playing well. So, yeah, as long as yeah. basketball's still here, it's Yeah, good. that's the main yeah. thing. And I'll admit, because I played the first season of CBL, there's a bit of uh, trivia yeah. for you. And, yeah, so and obviously that. getting rid of, rid of players like me, but even remembering <laughs> the teams that were playing then and now yeah. obviously being involved again, seeing the teams that you guys are playing, like it's day and night compared oh, to what it was for when sure. it started. For sure, 100%. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's good seeing the Hornets back on top as well. Yeah, yeah. it's great yeah. seeing it. And then obviously you talk about your career highlights and stuff and you're talking about playing in those grand finals, but pulling on that green jersey for the Zombies <laughs> would have to be up there with some of your better memories, I would have thought. That's the highlight of my basketball career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was sarcastic. Those other ones were the highlight of my Hornets <laughs> oh, career. That's yeah. my basketball career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you played with us for a long time. I reckon it was five years yeah. I would have played with you. Yeah. It was did quite we, a while. Did we get a, We got a championship, didn't we? Yeah, we def- We got a couple in now. Yeah. I'm not sure if you actually played during. I think you were injured one of the years that yeah. we got it, but you basically got us there. And what I've always loved about you, Tim, is that you do. You take a lot of kids under your wing, which I've noticed you're doing again this year, and, and you and Damo did the same thing in previous years. And is that something that you like doing, like getting them under your wing and sort of playing a season in the men's competition like that? Because you did break our hearts when you left us to do that. Yeah, we haven't gotten over it just quietly, but it's a good thing, isn't it? It's saying to start your Cavs and Warriors teams yeah. and get the kids playing and get them involved. Yeah, I, I love it. My theory is that I'll play with the next crop of Hornets coming through. So there's kids training with the Hornets now, but the kids before them, that's the ones I want to play with in A grade just to get them up to speed and give them the ball and let them do it and I'll just help them out when I have to. So hopefully your young fella Ned will be jumping ship and <laughs> jumping from the zombies over to me oh, one year. Oh jeez, that'll be a tough one. Jeez, you probably have to go over Fitzy's dead body for yeah. that one. <laughs> probably will, but I mean, there's no reason why we can't have Cavs Warriors zombies in that. Exactly, yeah. Yep. I mean, there you go. Well, yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. No, but it is great to see that you do put so much back into the, the Horsham Association, man. And this year's Hornets, how are we shaping up? You mentioned you had a big win against Mount Gambier on the weekend. How's things looking for season 2019-20? Very good, yeah. We've lost three games, but three we lost were all depleted with numbers of players, I guess. They had other commitments on, which is summer, I guess. People got things on the summer. So, yeah, the win on the weekend was a real confidence booster for us. We needed to win that just to put in our memory bank that we can beat these guys, and we did it, and three games left in 2020 next year till, until final starts. So. Oh, Johnny, we're going to have to get down to some of yeah. these games, man, and really get behind it. It is great to see, and yeah, like you said, depleted lineup. I noticed Robbie Fry was playing one of the games yeah. in there. <laughs> He's had three games now, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great to see though and I must point out too I wish Herbs was here right now because TPZ is sporting that Raiders cap like it is oh, nobody's yeah. business yeah, Raiders yep. baby you big Raiders fan man uh, no I just found this in the shop <laughs> <laughs> and I like the logo yeah that's fair I think that's why Herbs found them as well oh, 100% <laughs> no I gotta love that but thank you so much for taking time out man and it has been so much fun we look forward to watching to see what you do next I'd say looking at you I'd say at least 10 years <clears throat> You're talking zombies, left. not Hornets, so yeah? No, that's Hornets. He's got 20 years in zombies. You've got to come back for our zombies team. We've got quite a quite a team at the moment. We've got John and myself on the bench. Then we've got, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Jock Landell. He's oh, playing yeah. centre. Yep. Uh, Bruce, oh. he's coming back to play with us. We've oh. got you. He's sort of committed. We're taking that as a yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yeah, count yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, we're sort of more front office now, aren't we? We yeah, don't really get much. amongst the ball anymore. But I'll tell you what, Tim, like I said, saw Tiger play on Friday. There's a bucket list item. Being on the podcast with yeah. Tim Piggott. That's bucket list item number two. Yeah. I'll have to come back on later in the year and tell you my future. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Big so announcement. Big announcement LeBron. on the podcast. It's a LeBron exactly. announcement. Well, you've already won the prize for our, the media.
meet and greet package. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. <laughs> big things for Tim Pickett, but yeah. we'll have to put a Grey Wolf shirt on this man. Oh, of course we yeah. will. Yep. Yeah. And a Zombies jersey. We need some yeah. Grey Wolf golf oh, shirts, there we Fitzy. Go, actually. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. coming next. Need a big one for Gracie, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get a quarter of those trees when he's walking through them anyway. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. Thanks so much, Tim. No problem, boys.